mental note here. Make sure I always respond to Blaze's text. <laughs> Welcome to We're All Just Faking It podcast. Hello, everybody. Hope you're having a lovely day today. Um, we're going to go ahead and get right started for this, this podcast episode. Um, Dana, do you want to let us know how you faked it this week? Um, yeah, basically just pretending that I'm okay and not like super tired all the time and want to be at home in my UD for like the whole week um so yeah I've just been like faking working I guess and like just doing adult things just pretending to be an adult for a bit (laughs) are you going into work you work in person yeah yeah um because I fix stuff I can't uh work from home unfortunately I wish I could though um I find, awesome. I find sometimes with work that is like the place that I fake it the most like going into work and being at work um when your mental health is like not great you have to fake it because otherwise you're just going to be miserable like mm. it's people asking you what's wrong are you okay which we all know when you're not feeling well is like the worst thing ever at work <laughs> please what about you did you fake it this week oh yeah this week was just it was very long it was exhausting in many ways and uh it was just like i don't know about you guys but with the start of the new year they added like way more responsibilities which i'm thankful for but at the same time it's been a pain (laughs) Like I've been training the new guy and it's it's going good. But this past week it was like they just stacked things onto me like constantly. And I just didn't want to work. Like all week it felt like. Oof. So that is rough. I find yeah. like when when I do fake it, um it helps a lot. I don't know why, like Dana was saying, like kind of just like going through the motions and just like doing what you need to do and being an adult, even though you have like no desire to do any of those things at the moment and it sucks and it's painful, but like you're still able to get your stuff done. I don't know. It's a weird phenomenon that happens when you're struggling mentally, but you have to get stuff done. Yeah. I feel like as well, I know we always say like fake it till you make it. Like sometimes just fake it anyway and just get through. And then when you get home, then just do what you want to do yes that's exactly how this week went it was just a lot of faking it and not much actually getting stuff done like i got done what i really had to get done but much past that no sometimes that's necessary yeah Yeah, also like you don't have to be good every single week like i feel like there's all this pressure like when we talk about mental health and stuff that we have to be like yeah i'm doing really well like it's okay to have a week where you're just like you know what i made it through this week and that was good enough like (laughs) next week will be better but this week was a bit blah i that's like one of my life mottos i think maybe i've talked about this on here before but it's just like good enough and it like it works with whatever you want it to work with, whether it's like a project you're working on or like your homework or whatever. I'm always just like, well, it's good enough. You know, it's like the opposite of a perfectionist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so today we're talking about communication, which I feel like is a really fun topic because communication is so important in our lives and and really can dictate the way a lot of our lives go, especially like with work and friends and stuff. 
I find um, communications probably something that um, I get the most annoyed about. Like, I I find it really annoying when people don't communicate. Like, if, for instance, if someone plans something with me and they can't go for whatever reason, that's fine. Like, I'm, like, chill about that. But, like, you have to tell me and you can't wait until, like, like, fair enough if you're ill on the day. Like, fair enough. But, like, if you don't want to go don't like not bother telling me and then wait until past the time when I still don't know what's going on because like I've planned my whole day around that and then like a lot of the time I can't start something until like you know like I'm like oh well that will be in two hours which is basically just one hour and then I have to get ready so actually I've only got half an hour and actually the whole time I had like everything because you were never gonna come they were gonna cancel me It's like you plan your whole day around it and you do all these things and then you're like, this just fell through. And it's like, I could have done so many other things. Like, Yeah. And the most frustrating thing is that people are on their phones all the time. So how hard would it be to just shoot a little text or Facebook Messenger or WhatsApp or Discord or any kind of social media that you were on? Because we're all on something and just say hey really sorry um can't 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 come out today or i feel like shit today i'm not coming out like just give people a heads up like it's not that hard yeah that's that's the most difficult part about it is that like even for me when i'm like in a really dark place i tend to like ignore my phone you know granted if i had plans with somebody i'd probably let them know but just like general communication mine tends to like fall off the wagon when i'm not feeling well and i do i'm like people probably know that like i'm on my phone like but it doesn't necessarily mean that i like want or can socialize so it's like it's tricky but at the same time i feel like it is it is like of really nice courtesy that even if you're not feeling well like mentally like you can take the time to just be like i'm not feeling well i can't talk or like whatever it is like just let them know what is going on even if it's like can't feel well can't talk like i'd be like cool you know like i'll give you some time or space whatever you need like just communicate something yeah exactly and the thing is like if it's just like in general like I have people who I don't talk to for like weeks and weeks and then all of a sudden I'll be like oh my gosh this person like exists again um, and, like, I'll message them. and I don't have a single problem with that that's fine if you don't want to talk to me for like a week because like you just don't want to talk to anybody and you don't communication is just not a thing fair enough but like if we have a plan yeah it, yeah it really bugs me and also especially because like with my friends when we're out they'll be on their phones messaging people and like being on social media and I'll be like so then when when it's time to kind of like answer a plan or like to communicate whether you're coming or not it's like well I know that if even if you're out with someone you are going to be on your phone talking to somebody so mm-hmm. like like I see you doing it like <laughs> I think oh go ahead please that would annoy me because like when I'm with people in person I'm not looking at my phone I look at my phone a lot outside of that but like if I'm actually hanging out with someone I haven't seen them in a while I'm not on my phone whatsoever like I get if you are some but like constantly being on it and then not replying to text as well would drive me absolutely insane. <laughs> so I definitely see where you're coming from. Dana. Mental note here: make sure I always respond to places text. I don't. I don't even care about that. Like sometimes you don't respond, and I'm like, okay, I don't really care. 
<laughs> yeah, like I sent Braylon like a, a Builder Bear picture of like the new Builder Bear that's come out, and like maybe a week later she'll see it and be like, "Oh yeah, I've bought that now. Like <laughs> you fueled my addiction." I'm like, awesome. I don't expect a response from Braylon quickly on Discord because you always say if I want to get hold of you quickly, message you on Facebook anyway. So. I do, I do feel like communication like takes practice. Like it definitely is something that you have to work on, like thinking about in order to get better at. But if you are just like, I don't, I don't know how to tell, like, how would you tell someone like how to start practicing better communication? It's more of just a conscious effort on their part. Like just be more open with me. Just if you're not feeling good, just say you're not feeling good. Maybe they're feeling the pressure or they feel pressured that, like, you're to not respond. going to like that response. Yeah. Or something. I, I once heard somebody say that you should look at, like, say, you know, when somebody, like, reaches out to you, whether it's, like, an old friend or, like, a friend, somebody on text, somebody on Discord, look at it as an opportunity for connection and not necessarily, like, something that you're, like, being forced to respond to or like try and take that pressure off of yourself because really when you like when we message somebody any of us like dana for instance sending me the build bear that is just like an opportunity for connection do you know what i mean but it's not like if i don't respond dana's gonna be like wow you're the worst person ever and it's, it doesn't have to be like this scary thing you know like it's it's just people are just looking for connection that's all no i do like i don't genuinely do think that <laughs> <laughs> no, I would also, like to think go ahead Dana I was just gonna say also Braylon you've already managed the expectation and communicated with all of us that if we want to actually get a response from you quickly we talk to you on Facebook so I already know that if I message you something and you don't answer straight away you're not ignoring me you've already managed the expectation that you don't check your that discord messages at all really <laughs> i mean i you do but, but it's it's you know not something i'm checking like every yeah. hour you know it depends like, on the day kind yeah, of but yeah we already know that so like i wouldn't ever think that like even if i was overthinking i wouldn't be like oh my gosh she's ignoring me because she hates me i'll be like oh i guess brandon's just not looking at discord today Fair enough. or or she got distracted was going to reply <laughs> and then she just didn't <laughs> Because that's why. As well. Well, that. This is why I like don't read my texts until I'm like ready to respond. Because like if I read it and then like I get a notification for something else, I pop off the screen. Like it's just like <clears throat> brains. Like that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> the ADHD struggle is real. <laughs> that's exactly what I expect from you. So like I just I don't expect a response unless I'm asking a question. That usually, I need a response from <laughs> usually when you text me, I'm really good though. Like because it's always like something I need to pay attention to. So now I'm like, oh okay, all right, I'm on it. Like I'm on it. I'm on it. <laughs> and, like Blaze will be like, you need to check mod chat. I'm like, I'm on it. Like don't yeah. worry. <laughs> yeah, like before I had you on Facebook, I'd be like, Blaze, could you just um text Braylon for me? <laughs> So managing expectations or not managing them, but like letting people know the way that your communication styles kind of function. And because I think we have like so many different ways you can contact people now, right? Like we have DMs on like 10 different things. There's email, there's Facebook, there's text message, WhatsApp, like knowing which one your friends are going to like respond on most or like they check most I think is important and like maybe somebody's like you know what I only I only check my dms like every day at four o'clock like that you know let somebody know if that's the way that you function in your communication just like tell people 
like again communicate with people (laughs) yeah Yeah. also like if you're friends with somebody maybe just explain how your brain works like we all know that you get distracted and you forget to message (laughs) we know that's a thing so we're not gonna then have miscommunication of going oh I guess Braylon's just ignoring me then. Oh, God. Like, she's so rude. Like, we know, oh, Braylon got distracted. It's good. <laughs> like, there's no, there's no negativity because we already know. We already have That's that really in good. our heads of what we are expecting. I would like to think that I'm a good communicator just because, like, I make a very conscious effort and I always have. That's just the type of person I am. Because growing up, like, one of my brothers was all right with communicating. And the other one is very bad at communicating. Oh. <laughs> like, he does not communicate. We just have this thing where we know if there's, if we're not getting a text from him or anything, that probably means things are going good. <laughs> and to just leave him alone. <laughs> See, you just got to figure out what is your style. How do you function? And just let people know, this is how I communicate and this is what works best for me. But then also, two sides to the same coin, if your friend tells you something about the way that they function, make sure that you work with that, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's no point someone telling you how they're going to be and then you expecting something completely different different. because you're always going to be annoyed and it's never going to work. You're always going to be yeah. like, oh, why Why are they not replying straight away when they've already said, I only look at my messages at four o'clock. So yeah. you're at two o'clock going, oh, she hasn't answered. Like, <laughs> not going to work. Yes, all. exactly. I love that. I feel like I over explain things because I'm so worried about being like misunderstood or like miscommunicating things that like by over explaining I feel like people (laughs) maybe are like oh she's uh she's not great (laughs) that's a super ADHD thing as well um (laughs) um over explaining because I don't know about you but when you are like learning or like in a new environment do you ask like a gazillion questions uh yeah so do I don't because i am the type of person who watches oh well that works too but i find when i'm like explaining something to somebody i want to try and like answer every question that i would have that's how i like super over explain things because i'm like i just want to make sure that like you get all the info and not everyone is like that (laughs) yeah because like um when i was uh, talking to my friends we have this thing where we we do like um a padlock system so like closed Mm -hmm. padlock means we don't want to talk about what's upsetting us but we want a distraction and open padlock is we want to talk about stuff when people have got a second message us that i implemented into our group chat because um they my friends have a hard time of um like communicating how they feel like they struggle and then like uh, then it'll be like, I'll message, oh, I'm struggling. And then they'll be like, me too, me too. And it'll be like, hey, why didn't you say anything? And it'll be like, oh, I feel a bit awkward saying something. So the emoji is a little easier to deal with. Mm-hmm. So I uh, communicated uh, a couple of weeks ago that when I um, when I need a distraction, I need it to be a positive one because if I'm already anxious about something, um, a distraction saying like, oh, I have COVID or whatever, it's just going to make me panic <laughs> even more and <laughs> make me stress <laughs> even more. Um, but I... I tried to communicate it well, but it kind of came off like I was targeting my friend who <laughs> who had um, who had distracted me, trying her best. And um, unfortunately, she thought I was like um, 
having a dig at her when really I was just trying to like explain, hey, I need this from you guys because I'm trying to communicate my needs more um, instead of expecting people to read my mind, you know? Yeah. It's very hard to communicate your needs while also not offending someone. Definitely in a situation like that. Also, like it's like it's not you. This is just what I need. <laughs> also, yeah. I find communicating like when you are like us and you know what your needs are and you talk about them frequently with people and like we have super open communication with one another going to like another group of people who maybe like they don't even know what their needs are they don't know how to communicate them like even like being able to say like i need this is a very like healed and progressive thing a lot it's of a people skill. a lot of people if you're like well what do you need like most people are gonna be like i don't know like they don't know so then like it's really difficult i find when you're somebody who's more i don't want to say like someone who's just like farther along on their like personal development journey do you know what i mean yeah. i find it difficult to talk to people who are more like in a, a unhealthy place or like have maybe have a victim mindset because then sometimes you you expressing your needs or like um expressing expectations they can take it as like a personal attack which is really frustrating but like there's nothing you can do about that like you just have to manage your expectations when you talk to those people and know that maybe they're not going to give you the response you're looking for. I mm. find a lot of the time I, when it's like text and things, I read things with a tone that like, um, for instance, if Blaze and I are reading the same message, like in, in a chat or whatever, and I'll be like, oh, that's a bit. And they'll be like, no, like Blaze will be like, oh, I've read it as this. And I'll be like, oh, I read it like this. It's so hard sometimes when you're reading with like tone that, sometimes even with with that you can miscommunicate kind of i also think it depends on like how much you know that person mm. i think that helps as well like just knowing the general gist of like how they function and how their brain works i think is very helpful <laughs> yeah, yeah i agree um, like managing expectations, knowing like who you can talk to about certain topics. Like even in my own family, I know that there's certain people that give advice differently and in different ways. And I will go to different people depending on what I am looking for. Um, and, and if, and if I only have like one person available at the moment, I might say like, this is what I need you to do for me right now. Either like, I just need you to listen or I want you to help me find solutions or like whatever it is, just like being, <laughs> communicating those things and being honest and open is like, it just makes it easier for everyone. Definitely. I know that if I go to my granny, for instance, I will get a realistic, brutally honest, like response or opinion from her. So like when I was thinking about going to uni uh, to become a um, therapist, I, I, asked her what she thought because I knew she's not going to pull any punches it's all going to come out and actually she was really supportive of it which I was surprised I thought there was going to be more of a um like criticism behind it which um but I knew I could trust that from her because she wouldn't be saying that to like protect my feelings she she genuinely thought that so it, it's good to have kind of those people I guess I that's kind of what Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna say that's kind of what happened to Reagan when he decided to go. Actually, when he decided to drop out the first time, he was very scared 
that his parents were going to really be harsh on him. But they ended up being like, this obviously isn't what you want, so do it. And I mean, it saved him money just going ahead and dropping out instead of finishing an extra two years. I think that's one of like people's biggest faux pas when it comes to communication is that they make assumptions. Mm-hmm. And assumptions are like the immediate killer to healthy communication. Like if you're telling yourself stories in your head about how you think somebody is going to respond, like you're not giving them the opportunity to respond on their own. And I just feel like that's the biggest, one of the biggest like hurdles is like stop making assumptions about how you think people are going to respond and let them respond how they will, you know? I think going into it with like an open mind is the best thing that you can do. Yeah. I, do you guys remember like before you were great at communication, was there ever a time in your life when you like sucked at it? Because for me, uh, I used to hate communication so much that I like called it confrontation. Like anytime somebody had like an issue with me or like wanted to talk to me about something serious, I would just freeze up. Like I wouldn't want to do it. I had like such this massive wall up about like it was scary. It was terrifying to think about having hard conversations with people maybe i disappointed them or something like that was was awfully scary did you guys ever have like a period of time in your life like that i think uh for me i just kind of i don't know i just like spoke to people and i expected them to already know what i wanted like i wasn't communicating my needs because i just assumed everyone like like some things i thought were just obvious like you know, like, um, for instance, the thing about how when I want a distraction, I only want a good one. I thought that was an obvious thing. But obviously, you've got to communicate that because people don't know. Like, a distraction is yeah. a distraction. Like, so, yeah, like, now I'm a lot better at realizing, oh, shit, I didn't, I didn't put that expectation in. So I should have said that. But before, I'd be like, oh, like, why are they not getting what I want? Why are they not, why are they not responding in the way I want them to respond, like, all the time without, like, saying to them, hey, like, this is what I expect, like, or not even just this is what, this is what I need. Could you guys, like, this is what I need. I I need this from you, please. Um, So, yeah, I definitely think I avoided um, confrontation or (laughs) communication, but also, like, um, I was bad myself at communicating my needs. I think I... (laughs) I kind of went reverse. I was fine as a kid with communication and confrontation, but as I've gotten older, it's gotten way harder for me. Interesting. Because I'm a lot more worried about what the other person is going to say or think. Yeah. I, the one thing I will say that like helped me get over that hurdle, like for me, it was especially when I was like, in my early 20s and I was in college and I was working a job, like if my teacher asked to talk to me, like after class, I'd literally like start panicking. If my boss was like, I need to talk to you after work, like immediate panic. And the only thing that really helped me overcome that was practicing and like doing it and making myself uncomfortable while doing it and realizing afterwards, like, hey, that actually wasn't so bad. And over time, after having more and more hard conversations, I realized, like, this is actually beautiful, and it's how you grow, and it's like, if somebody is taking the time to have a difficult conversation with you, they care about you. And, like, that is a that is a really cool thing, I think. Like, they want you to, they want to help you in some way, and those tough conversations are 
are going to force you to grow as a person. And over time, they get easier and easier. I wish they got easier <laughs> for me. I think like when you're in a hotshot job too, like it is a little more nerve wracking for sure. Like it, it's, you have a really, you know, like big girl fancy job and it's like a little yeah. bit scarier, you People know, like I understand. Realize. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I feel it more with friends than I do with work. Work doesn't scare me quite so much. Like I will say when my boss did want to have a conversation with me, when she told me, I freaked out that day. I was <laughs> like, oh, losing no. my mind for like hours up until <clears throat> we finally had the meeting. And then she was like, oh, I just want you to move to the new team. I was like, okay, that's that's manageable. Yeah, <laughs> Don't just email me. We need to have a talk <laughs> later on. I'm like... Who does that? My brain goes directly somewhere else. I think everybody does. Like, if you, if I was to text Trey and be like, hey, when I get home from work today, we need to have a talk. Like, that would be the meanest thing I could ever do because he literally would be like, what? Like, like your brain's just going to start running with stories, right? And they're all going to be bad, probably. Yeah. Like There's no good scenario if someone says they It might just be like, you're like, oh, hey, we should talk, like, because we haven't had a chat for ages. Let's just, like, enjoy each other's company. And that's that is fine. not going through anyone's head at all. That is yeah. not the scenario. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Don't just tell me one part of that. Well, like, yeah. can I ask you a question? And then, like... You say that yeah, too. and then like they don't ask you, and you're like, "What's the question? What's happening? Like, why? Like, just just ask the question. Don't ask me if you can ask a question. Just ask it, because like that is that's ruined my whole day. Like when my best friend texted me and our other best friend last weekend, she was like, "Can I ask you guys something?" I'm like, "Oh, what is it?" I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> there's something wrong," <laughs> and there was, but <laughs> um. I only do that when I have a question, like, I, I'm not going to say the topic because it's, like, a little triggering, but I asked my sisters last week if I could ask them about a certain topic. Like I said, is it okay if I ask a question about this? Because That's I didn't fine. know if any of them had experienced what I was talking about, and I wanted to, like, tread lightly. Do you know what I mean? I think a lot better yeah. way to put it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, like, hey, can I ask you a question about this? Like, is it okay if we talk about this topic? I even find, like, with some of my really good friendships, we will ask each other, like, if I'm struggling with my mental health, like, before just, like, being like, hey, I'm really struggling. I will message them and be like, do you have the capacity for like support right now? And like, is it okay if I open up to you about the things that I'm struggling with? And that, yeah. that is really helpful because it gives the other person the opportunity to be like, actually, no, I'm also really struggling right now. And I don't have any capacity to like hold space for you at the moment. I feel like that I comes think that's under important. communication, though, like because you're communicating totally. your needs, but you're also managing expectations so that they can also communicate their needs, which could be, yes, I have the space for this right now, or, or no, I, I don't have this space right now. And, and that is a, a good way to kind of go about it. I mean, even when you said you asked your sisters, can I ask you a question about this topic? You've managed their expectation. It's not like someone saying, can I ask you a question? And you're like, oh my God, what could, could it be? <laughs> exactly. Their overthinking is now now like non-existent because they know what it's going to be and they can either say yes or no. And then you can ask that question. How do you guys get past overthinking? Oh. <laughs> um, I don't know if you've ever heard of Brene Brown. 
but she has an amazing video on basically like the stories that we tell ourselves. Um, and what I mean by that is like overthinking, say for instance, like I was to message Blaze and she ignored me. And then I like was in a voice chat with you and you like brushed me off a little bit. I might tell myself a story of like, wow, Blaze is like really mad at me for some reason. And like, I don't know what I did. And like, I just can't believe she's ignoring me. And like, you have to understand and recognize when that's bullshit. And yeah. like, give the other person the benefit of the doubt always to be like, you know what? I bet she's just busy. Um, she probably is just tired today. Like, maybe she's having a really difficult day. And that's why she did that. Like, almost always I find people's things have nothing to do with me. We just get the reaction of like, if somebody is having a hard day, they might give you like a, or like a, you know, like even at work, somebody might just like ignore you or be a little cold or whatever. And I always assume instead of there's something with me, there's something going on with them. And that's helped me a lot to like stop those stories from going on in my head. Um, and just like, I don't know. I hope that was that helpful. <laughs> is that what you meant in <laughs> overthinking? Yeah. That's one part of overthinking, I think, is like making up stories in your head. And it's really hard sometimes to identify like, is there any like, hold up a second. I'm like running on a train with this thought. Is there any truth to this at all? Or is this just something that I took a small piece of information and like ran with it without knowing the full truth? What I do is um, a bit different. I will just message the person like, hey, I feel like you're a bit off with me um, in like our recent mess like chat. Like, is, is everything okay? Like, cause I'll, like, I'll message Blaze and be like, hey, like, um, like I, <laughs> I'll be like, cause sometimes you read things in different tones. I'll be like, oh, hey Blaze, like, are we okay? Like, 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 did it, like, I, I've read this back and I realized the tone might have been like, not the right tone in, in how I've conveyed how I feel. Like, are, are we good? And like, all the time it's like, yes, like, it's literally just me overthinking. But just by asking that question and the yes, like, immediately the overthinking stopped because I have a genuine answer. Like, one of my friends, sometimes she seems quite off with me that's just how she is when she's tired like and I know that now because I've asked her different times like hey are we okay and every time she'll say oh I'm really sorry yeah no I didn't mean to come across that way I'm just feeling tired so now when she when I feel like she's a bit off with me I just think oh she must be tired today I hope she's all right and give her the benefit of the doubt because I know now that she that's just how she is when she's tired I uh... <laughs> I usually will think of the worst scenario and then my head goes to, oh, they're probably just busy. They have something going on with them or something like that. And But I still like in the back of my mind, it's still there. Some... I can't shake it. That's just how I am. <laughs> I would Some... say though, if you're a if you like are friends with somebody or you're good friends with somebody, never feel like afraid to just say, Hey, are we okay? Or like, hey, I feel like you're giving me off. Did vibes. I make you like, mad? Like, yeah. Like, is it is it something that I've done that I can help you with, or is it something that's just going on with you? Do you want to talk about it? Like, just just having that communication is is definitely helpful with uh, with stopping the overthinking. Yeah, 
I, the story thing with me is so bad. Like I literally, my brain just like wants to create stories around things that have happened without any evidence that like, I even have to stop myself from doing them. Like with my partner, like my brain will literally be like, he looked at me wrong. He's mad. And then I'm like, Braylon, cut that shit out. Like you are so (laughs) dumb. Sometimes I'm like, literally, this is a full on story that you made up that is not true at all. And like, it's really harmful too. If you have those perceptions of people, like if somebody is, and you're just like, oh, they're really mad at me. Like that's really harmful because they probably aren't. And then you're like making something out of nothing that's not there. Yeah, I remember messaging you actually and being like, hey, Braylon, like, I feel like you're like, have I done something to upset you? Like, Braylon, like, who's lovely <laughs> to everybody. Like, why would why would I think that she's upset with me? Like, it doesn't make any sense at all. And I remember messaging you being you being like, what? No, like, what? <laughs> yeah. And like, it's like crazy. I think it's just because like, I was, uh, that was when I was like, first, like getting to know you and stuff. And so mm-hmm. like, it takes we'd some gone, time. We'd like actually become real life friends, not just like a parasocial relationship. <laughs> <laughs> and so like it's all like learning about each other as well. So I feel like sometimes, yeah, like thinking immediately that people are mad at you is a problem and you need to kind of like find some some healthy way of coping with that. But like when you're first learning about new people and like and getting used to them, it's okay to say like hey are you are you mad at me or is like and and you learn through like different ways no that's just how they are like they just don't message on discord very often or this is just how they message when they're tired or, and, and you learn ways that people are like because we're not all the same every single like day or every single time mm-hmm. of the day like like we may message differently and that's okay I think you can tell a lot about someone by their communication patterns and that that goes into communication and how you go about it. I think the biggest thing too is just like give people the benefit of the doubt. Don't, you know, start going on crazy thinking tangents until you find out the answer if you can. Like just always try to remember to like give people the benefit of the doubt. Like We are so funny because we constantly, we're like so self-centered as humans that we literally think like we are so important in everybody else's lives that I am the reason that they are upset today. Like, what are the chances of that in somebody's whole day, one small interaction with you is the whole reason that they're up, you know, like, it's like, we're so selfish in that way that we're like, it's because of me. I just know it. Like, it's my fault. Like... (laughs) Like someone bangs their cup, <laughs> me an empath, I've made them mad. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <know>? like, <laughs> exactly. It's exactly that. Like I had nothing to do with this, but it's still my fault. Yeah. yeah. Like I've never met this person before, but they're walking angrily because of me. Exactly. Right. I often when I like see somebody, like if even if it's like a stranger in public, like obviously it's not gonna cause you to overthink, but if they're like really grumpy and angry, I often like feel sad for them. Like I'm like oof, like you're going through it today. Like I am sorry for you. Like, you know, whether it's someone I interact with, like customer service or what, or just like out in the world, like I'm always like, Oh, that sucks. I'm so sorry for you. Like (laughs) That's why I always try and be like overly nice to people that are like working public jobs because you like have no idea what customer they had before you at all 
I also like even if I get one that is kind of a jerk because I've had that happen plenty of times I just try to think about what they're going through that day and try not to take it personal and just move on yeah (laughs) also like you'd be a jerk too if someone like if you had people shouting at you all day you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. fair enough you 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 have that moment that's fine that's like while we were on the cruise Regan and I the one of the bartenders was getting yelled at by like multiple people because like they didn't have a specific game on the cruise and Reagan and I were just like he's not the one who pays for this stuff are you kidding me (laughs) he can't make it magically appear why are you yelling (laughs) at the poor dude (laughs) so we we ended up giving him a nice tip because of that (laughs) yeah I always do the same thing as well that goes back to like managing your expectations as well like you can't have unrealistic expectations in your mind. Like, that's only going to be detrimental to you and all of the people in your life. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I don't get people like that either because, like, they have unrealistic expectations. Like, do they just expect the person to then turn around and be like, oh, why didn't you say, like, here, here, have the game that you want. Like, no worries. Like, that's not going to happen. So in whatever scenario happens, they're going to be unhappy because they haven't managed their expectations at all. That situation, too, where somebody, like, gets extremely angry at, like, a customer service person or, like, the pe- the guy on your cruise, like, that is just, like, in, in my eyes, like, somebody that is not emotionally intelligent or, like, emotionally aware because, like, there is no situation in which you should ever yell at somebody, like, for what you described, Blaze. Like, that's yeah, absolutely no. bonkers to me. Like, are you five? Are you a literal <laughs> child that, like, someone took your toy away and you're crying because you don't have the emotional intelligence of an adult? Like, that's what like, that makes me feel like. He was, like, making the guy prove that they actually didn't have this channel. <laughs> that's so crazy. Yeah. And we stayed there because it was, like, one of – it was the – there were two games on because they only had two football channels. There was an app game, and I went to app, so I was watching it, obviously, and there was a Tennessee game. Those were the only two on the TV, and I cannot tell you how many people came in complaining about the fact that those were the only two. That just, like, blows my mind, because you're on a cruise ship, like, in the middle of the ocean, and you're like, oh, I can't get my football game. Like... Are you okay? Yeah. Like, Are you on right? vacation? Like, yeah. Funny enough, that ended up being our favorite bar. That's so funny. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, the guy was so nice. What do you do if you're like communicating with somebody and like they suck at communication? How do you handle that, like in a relationship, a friendship, whatever? Mm. I do mean, you like distance yourself from that person? It depends. I would probably, like, keep trying, but, like, if the person is, like, not trying to understand you better or, like, there is no chance of them improving, I mean, I think for your own mental health, you need to distance yourself because you're just going to end up getting frustrated, upset, hurt, because you're constantly communicating your needs or, or, or just literally having an open conversation and this person is not trying to get any better at it, even though they know that it's something that it's important you know yeah i i agree i think if i kept telling someone 
that this is what my needs are um or even if they like at least tried to meet me halfway right yeah i'd be fine but just not even trying yeah i'd distance myself yeah, if someone said, like, hey, I understand this is what you want. I don't really, I'm, I'm struggling on communicating, like, and, and they, they ask you for help even, or they're trying to, you can see that they're trying to get better. Like, that's fair enough. Like, and you can help them if, if you have that mental capacity, like, um, that, that space to take care of that. But, um, but yeah, if that person is constantly, like, you're communicating your needs and they're constantly like doing nothing they they don't care about you they literally could not care less to to even try and meet you halfway it's not worth having that type of relationship in your life or friendship also um this is another thing let's say the person isn't actively trying but they have communicated to me that they're struggling i'll leave them alone i'll give them like their own type of space kind of almost i i find like i get a pretty good feel for people's like communication which i feel like goes is tied so much to like emotional intelligence and stuff like that because in order to like communicate your needs and your expectations you have to know what those are and a lot of people don't do the work to figure that out but i find that i can usually tell at least like interacting online with somebody pretty quickly if they're even the type of person that can handle those conversations. And I usually don't gravitate towards people who can't because I want friends in my life that I can say like, here's my need. Are you able to help? Like, here's what's going on in my life. And I want friends that are like supportive and, and kind and like can push me to be better. You know, I want a friend that's going to call me on my bull crap as well and be like, help me to get to a better place and i find i don't even end up really being friends with the people that that aren't able to do that yeah i think same i i learn people i i would say that i am a people person and i learn people's habits and how they work very easily it just comes naturally to me and i know that for other people it just doesn't i'm so the it's same. something you just kind of pick up on and learn yeah it's I'm interesting the because way. in like relationships like your significant and other and stuff people say communication that's the most important thing in any relationship right but uh that that also should be for any type of relationship as well mm-hmm. friendship family relative like whatever it is communication is the key of any kind of relationship you will have with anybody and i do think it should be important and people should like be thinking about it even if even if the way that someone else handles their communication is different from you, as long as there is some type of communication, you're, you're doing a lot better than if someone just will not, like, at all bother. It's, it, you have to meet in the middle, right? Whatever it is, whatever relationship, like, compromise, meet in the middle, and just talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I laugh because if you ever go on um, Reddit and look at, like, the relationship, subreddit and people are posting like these long stories about their partners and oh my gosh i don't know what what to do literally every single time the answer is sit down and talk to them about it 
Like, why are you posting on Reddit this whole thing? Go talk to the person that you're having the problem with. But I think so many people have like how I did. They have this big wall up when it comes to having hard conversations. And they're like, "Uh uh-uh, not going to do that. So instead, I'm going to post on Reddit and see if anybody has any ideas of how I can get out of the situation without communicating. And just just break up with them. Isn't that what Reddit's like? <laughs> <laughs> a Red lot of flag, times, break up with them. <laughs> a lot, a lot of, times, of times, though, they're like, times, did you talk to them? Like, yeah, did yeah. you talk to your partner about <laughs> this? Because you wrote all these nice things in this thread or like you explained yourself so thoroughly. But like, did you tell did you tell them this? Like, I've looked at those is, too. <laughs> my favorite is the update where they're like, oh, my wife found my post and we had a like really long chat about it and we're all okay now. And I'm like, wow. <sighs> Who there you go. That? Yeah. Would have never thought that would happen. Wow. So surprised. Oh my gosh. Even if you too, like I find like some people think, um, Like, if you're neurodivergent or you struggle with, like, ADHD or autism, you don't have to talk to people in person if you don't want to. Like, sometimes my husband and I occasionally will have difficult conversations over text because sometimes both of us struggle to, like, say what we want or say what we need in person. And, like, I remember when I was a child... um, if I ever had to communicate something really difficult to my mom and dad, like maybe I disappointed them or I let them down or like something happened and I needed to tell them, I would always write them a letter and I would just hand it to my mom. And I would be like, here you go. Like, this is what's going on with me. And I feel like that's a good stepping stone. If you, if you need to, like, don't, be like, oh, this is a really serious conversation. Like I have to do it in person. Cause if that's going to stop you from having the conversation, that's not good. It doesn't matter how you communicate or like on what platform, just talk to people. Definitely. And a lot of times people will appreciate what you're saying to them, even if it isn't like a in-person conversation about it. Yeah. Like, just let me know these things. <laughs> yeah. I was like shocked when my, uh, one of my best friends, she was like, oh, um, like, me and my fiance, we really struggle to talk to people to each other sometimes like in person. Um, but she said like the absolute game changer was just texting them what was wrong and like being able like even just sitting next to each other and just texting it worked so much better for them. And I I'm like, well, like that's awesome. Like it's it's still communication, isn't it? Like regardless of whether it's text or literally talking to somebody. And if that makes them more comfortable, then why shouldn't they <laughs> communicate that way, you know? Like I think if you find what works for you, run with it. Like, absolutely run with that. And and communicate that's what you need, obviously. <laughs> Otherwise, no one will know. <laughs> I will always say, do what works for you. Yeah. And this goes for every single thing that we talk about. Yeah. It's so much- what if it's not the norm or anything like that? just do it yeah if it's all if it's if it's obscure or alternative or whatever but it works for you who cares that's the only thing that matters is that it works for you yeah i always say something that works for me might not work for someone else and something that works for someone else might not work for me and you've sometimes you've just got to try different things see what works for you and and when you find that communication that works for you do it it doesn't matter if that other person doesn't just just communicate with them what works for you and go from there Mm -hmm. yeah honesty and openness and like vulnerability are just 
the most important things in any relationship. Don't lie about what you need. Don't say that you're fine when you're not. Like, (laughs) be honest with people. It's hard, but it makes your life so much more enriched, I think. I think a lot of times those hard conversations are like, it's just, it's good for you and good for the other person. Every. Every time I have like a really difficult conversation, whether it's like a friend or my partner or a family member, our relationship afterwards is stronger and it's Mm -hmm. better and you leave. Granted, if like it's not toxic conversation, that's hard, you know, but if it's a good, respectable conversation, but it's about a difficult thing, um, you leave that feeling so good. Like every time after I have one of those conversations, I'm like, wow, like our relationship is so strong. Like, look what we can do. Like it, it seems so scary, but it's like so helpful. (laughs) What would you guys say about like someone is communicating their needs to you or they, they reach out to you and tell them, tell you that you're struggling, they're struggling about how someone should respond to that. Cause like a lot of people will like, have people communicating their needs to them and not know how to respond like what would be your first kind of like tip to help them navigate that kind of situation i think that goes back to the self in focusing on themselves and trying to figure out what they want in life or just like anything like that i guess I would say um, if somebody is like reaching out to you and telling you like, here are my needs, I would um, read those. I would evaluate them. I would evaluate the friendship in my mind. Is this somebody that deserves a lot of my energy Um, Mm -hmm. or is it somebody that doesn't depending on, you know, who Um, based on our past interactions, like, is this somebody that I want to continue this with? But if, if it's a good friend and they're like, Hey, here's my needs right now. I really need support. If I had the capacity to help them, um, I would just agree to do their needs. Like I would say like, if this is what you need, I got you like, you know, um, let's do this. If it, if it was within my capacity to handle it, if it was not within my capacity to handle it, I would say something like, um, I'm so proud of you for telling me this. I know it's not easy to like articulate your needs and let other people know, but I do not have the capacity to meet your needs at this moment. Um, and it can be as, as yeah, that you, that it can be as simple as that. See, I find when I tell people that I'm struggling, um, a lot of the times people will say they're struggling too. And then that unfortunately for me, I then go into trying to help them help and then mom. I never get that space for, for me to be able to be open about the fact I'm struggling. There's never like like a moment where it's like <laughs> about me, I guess. Like it's instantly like, oh yeah, I'm struggling too. And I'm like, oh, I'm really sorry about that. Like, how, how can I help you? Like blah, blah, blah. It's never, there's never like a, oh, I'm really sorry that you're struggling right now. Like, do you want to talk about it? Like, and then I feel like, that's something that maybe I need to communicate that like if someone else is struggling at the same time as me, I will never put myself first in that scenario. I will always try and help someone else first because that's just the way my brain works, I guess. I think that's also just like listening to your friends and learning their habits. Like for me, if you just knowing you as I do know you, I would know not to say 
oh, I'm struggling as well because I know that you put others first a lot of times. So that's just something I will have learned and wouldn't do. I will have picked up on that at some point. Like, I might have made that mistake once or twice, but eventually <laughs> I would learn not to do it. Two things. I think, one, it comes down to, like, not having the best of friends. <laughs> um, because, like, and second... If I don't know if you're just saying like I'm struggling, but what I would do if I knew my friends were like that is I would say something like, hey, I'm really struggling right now. What I need from you is this, this and this. Please let me know if you have the capacity to do that. And then that kind of that's kind of a weird message to respond back with like, oh, I'm also struggling. But if they do, then, you know, thank you for letting me know you don't have the capacity to handle this right now. Like I also don't have the capacity to help you. So let's wait a month and we'll check back in and see how we're doing. Something like that. That's actually could, a could, really like good way. Like I thank you. That's yeah. Like yeah. Really it could help you a lot to be day. like, I can clearly see that you don't have the capacity for support right now or however you want to say it, you can be nicer, but you know, let's, I also don't. So let's take a break and check back in in a month and like see where we are. Let's, check in next week or whatever yeah yeah like the other day I messaged and said um I'm kind of like drowning at the moment I really need to like see you guys and like communicate and like just have like for me sometimes all I need is to get out of the house and just have a chat and just I feel like everything is right with the world again but like mm -hmm. I was just felt like I was drowning because I just hadn't really left my house other than work and stuff and uh, the response I got was well maybe we're all drowning like you don't know and I was like well no I don't know because like no one's communicating I'm Ooh. communicating how I feel yeah. like um so yeah I guess that was their way of I... saying they didn't have capacity to mm -hmm. deal with me struggling but um mm -hmm. Without yeah. that way of communicating it. Sometimes when you're like a, a like us, we're like real good on our stuff, right? Like you know, <laughs> we're we're always working to be better, and every day we're working on ourselves. Um, when you're interacting with people who aren't like that, you kind of have to read between the lines a little bit. Yeah, yep. <laughs> they're probably not gonna say, "I don't have the capacity to support you right now," or "I can't hold space for you right now," because like that's just not in their vocabulary, you know. But them saying, "Well, what if we're all drowning?" Then that's a instantly you're gonna know okay i'm so sorry like clearly none of us have the capacity for support right now so yeah let's check back in later yeah it's sucks. definitely reading between those <laughs> lines because like the the way that's put like sounds really shitty but like if yep. you look at it as in okay they're saying that's their way of saying they don't have the capacity that's the way their way of saying without saying they're also drowning like that that's yeah fair. i think I think you're right that a lot of people don't know how to um, effectively communicate. Like, you know, saying, I don't have the capacity right now. I'm also drowning right now. Um, I'm really sorry that you're drowning. Let's let's check in with each other in, like, in a week or like whatever. Yeah. I think too, if you have a friend who's like not at the same place emotionally as you, if you are invested in them and they are a really great friend, like, you can help them get there by modeling the behavior that you want them to give you in your friendship. Like be the bigger person, be the better person. If it's someone you really care about and you want them to kind of like get to your level of <laughs> communication and stuff, um, help them get there, you know? But to the same point, if 
it's two or three years down the line and they're still not i don't know at that point cut it off it might be worth it anymore do have to make judgment calls every now and then Yeah. yeah i think as well just like um for me i'm still learning myself how to communicate my needs effectively so like to talk to someone like uh you braylon and have you say well i would communicate effectively this way really helps me to like learn okay so I should say this instead of like something else you know and I had people that helped me like I had people in my life that helped me have difficult conversations but in those difficult conversations they were like really kind and understanding and communicated well it kind of gave um a safe made it like a safe space for me to be able to open up about struggling with that like saying these conversations are really hard for me and like having somebody in your life that can kind of help you get over that hurdle, I think can be so great, but you have to be kind of willing to willing to learn and willing to get better. You have to be open. I also think we need to remind ourselves that we're all just like human beings trying our best. So like, it's okay to admit you're struggling (laughs) and ask for help. Like we're all humans here. And it's okay to admit your faults. Like, if you're bad at something, just communicate it. Yes. I think admitting when you're wrong and admitting when you don't know things and admitting when you mess up and what your faults are, your weaknesses, um, is phenomenal. But you have to have the kind of friendship foundation that allows for that style of communication. Definitely. I I think a lot of people really struggle with that. The biggest thing I would say if you're looking to get better at communicating with your friends is just practicing having those hard conversations. Practice them and and they'll get easier over time. I feel like this was one of our like most awesome episodes. <laughs> I feel like we've talked about so many good helpful tips on communication and like how to really be a better friend and communicator. I feel better like already I definitely feel um, better already, like, just talking about all this and just, like, like learning about how you guys, like, deal with, like, communication and, like, um, it's going to sound really stupid, but, like, um, sentence starters from you, Braylon, instead of, like, because I sometimes struggle with the right words, like, so when people say, well, maybe we're all struggling, too, instantly I'm on the defensive when really mm-hmm. I should be reading between the lines and going, right, they don't have the capacity right now we're all struggling and instead of being like okay well that's a really shitty thing to say I should instead just be like okay so what you're saying is you don't have the capacity either right now and I'm sorry that you're going through which is fine you know you're allowed to say that you're allowed (laughs) to be like hold up I I can't handle this (laughs) exactly um so yeah I I definitely feel like that was um really helpful for me like learning in this episode (laughs) oh yay good (laughs) (laughs) well i think we'll go ahead and wrap it up here um thank you everybody to for listening today um it was an amazing episode um we hope you found some value join us on discord to access resources mentioned in each episode and find your people we're super fun in there come hang out with us um Uh, We are unsure of our next episode topic, but stay tuned. It is going to be super fun, whatever it is. Um, Make sure if you would like to send us any submissions or you have anything that you want us to talk about, you can do that either on Twitter or Discord, um, Instagram. Just reach out to us on any of our socials. And thank you, everybody, for listening and have a fantastic day.